0: Hey everybody, Chris here. I was thinking this week would be a good time to revisit one of our older episodes from Creative Eye Strategize Synergize. It's an episode where we talk about Atish getting loud at work, learning how to self-promote himself. So yeah, give it a listen and we'll see you next week. Hello and welcome to Creative Eyes Strategize and Synergize, a podcast about the business side of being a creative. My name is Chris Scott.
1: My name is Atish. And in this week's episode, Chris gives me advice on how to get in the game and avoid conflicts in the workplace.
0: And I woke up stupid early
1: today. Woke up at six. Yeah. And it's just like, I just want to go to bed. Well, so I, um, yeah, same. It's pretty much same because... I started this new program. Oh, did you learn it
0: from that white guy that you went and saw?
1: No, 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 no. But I did go see a white guy. (laughs) Um, A very smart white guy. Sure. Um, No, 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 no. I've I've been doing this actually the whole past week. Um, And it's been very, very helpful. But essentially, I wake up at 530 every day. And you fill in your gratitude journal? Uh nothing about gratitude, but I do have like a daily mental challenge and um you write down four things you're grateful for. No, I mean, there was one thing that th- that was that was kind of like that the the one thing that was kind of like that was uh it's mostly just about getting yourself organized for like you know instead of having uh b- because a lot of times what I find is like if I have to be at work at eight, for instance, I get up at seven. I get ready until 7.30, then I leave at 7.30, and I get to work at 8. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's like that's kind of me just being reactive to whatever whatever's happening in my day. But now it's like I'm I want to be the aggressor. Like I want to decide what's going to happen in my day as opposed to just reacting to it. Like I'm being proactive. Okay. You know what I mean? So I wake up at 5.30, and I do like a daily mental task. And then I've started doing like some very – like non-hippie-ish, but like some very light meditation, only because I've read enough books of successful people to figure out that that's like a concurrent theme. Like they all seem to do it.
0: Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot too.
1: So I kind of want to see if that actually has any benefits or anything like that, or any of the benefits that I'm looking for. Uh, and for the for the week, have they has it helped? I felt good through the week, and also like I it kind of was very easy for me to then do to-do lists because I was sitting there visualizing like what, okay, what is the next, you know, eight hours of my day going to be at work? Like how am I going to do that? What do I need to get done? What's due this week? You know, whatever. And because I'm actively thinking about it and like giving myself enough time where I'm not sitting at my desk and like things are cropping up and emails are going off or whatever. And, and I don't check my phone. I don't check my phone till I get to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been a big thing, too, just because I think I've been really addicted to, like, scrolling and opening apps and doing, you know, whatever. And it's like, now I don't do that, which is nice. Okay. Uh, so I get up at 530 and I drink 12 ounces of water with sea salt and lemon juice. And the reason that you do that is because you lose, uh, like, a crazy amount of water during your sleep, which for me is probably a lot because I am a very sweaty sleeper. <laughs> gross yeah it's it's actually especially now that it's like it's gonna be 112 here next weekend whoa yeah and it's not going to go down nope so i'm gonna be a real sweaty sleeper but anyways um so and then like you know the one thing that was kind of like that that you know I, i typically don't really care for uh doing things uh like that too much but uh it was like we spend too much time on our negativity, like my daily mental task for that day was like, we spend too much time on like the things that we're not good at and you know, whatever. It's like, write five things that you are good at or that you are happy with, you know, whatever. And I was like,
0: uh, mm, did you find them? The five things? Yeah. Yeah. Was one of them uh, writing very thorough emails? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know, that I think that's a skill that, um, that will hold
0: up in a court of law.
1: Yeah, I think I think the fact that my emails like you don't have to go searching for the other information. It's all there. I've I've delineated all of it for you, which is good. I think that's a good thing. All your information in one source, as opposed to like having to look at multiple different pages and like get all this stuff. It's like, nope, I've extrapolated for you. You're welcome.
0: Uh, But uh, do you care to to share your five things or do you want to keep them to yourself?
1: I'm going to keep those to myself.
0: (laughs) Oh, why is that? Did you expect me to share them? No, I probably would have shared them if I,
1: if I wrote those five things down. Oh, my God. Now you're going to guilt me into sharing my five. This whole thing wasn't even about the five <laughs> five things. This is all about why.
0: No, I, why think, I think it's important for people to hear you be positive about something.
1: Okay. Well, I don't remember what they all are. So here, I, I have a notebook right here. Let me go r- rustle around and and grab it. Hold on.
0: Okay. Well, Letitia's off finding a notebook with the five things he feels good about. I don't even remember what it was. He had it right down.
1: Five things. The, f- the five things or uh, five things that I'm good at or five things I like about. Wh- wh- let me get the let me get the prompt.
0: I think we do spend a lot of time focusing on the negative things that or the things that we're really bad at because they're the, usually the things that we want to be really good at. And we forget that we are good at things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And knowing that you are good at something helps you tackle problems and solve things to become better at other things you want to be good at. Like when I was trying to finish the mummy movie, uh, it took me forever to finish it, but we made that short film that you were in. Mm -hmm. And I felt, I I remember, I remember what it felt like to finish something. And that kind of like prompted me to finish the mummy movie. And then a few months later we had the screening. I don't know if you remember that or not, but
1: no, I do. So, so here's what it was. Uh, my daily mental task or daily mental challenge. Sorry. Oftentimes we are our own worst enemies. Instead of focusing on the negative about yourself, focus on the positive, write down five positive traits about yourself in your journal.
0: Is there a, a lock on your journal?
1: It's a trapper keeper. Really? No. Oh. Um, so, okay. So what, what do I have here? Uh, I wrote... You don't have to share I, all of them
0: if you don't want to. Maybe like two. Two? What, what number would you feel comfortable sharing with everybody?
1: I could do two. Okay. I said, I have a great vocabulary.
0: Wow. Is that how you wrote it? You yeah. didn't write robust vocabulary?
1: No, great. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then... uh I'm learning to be tenacious over talented.
0: All right. I like the use of alliteration right there.
1: Well, yeah, and it ties
0: into that last one you just shared.
1: Right. It does. And also it's like, I think that that was something, uh, that was a real critical sort of change for me. Um, was that I think I was born relatively talented, like, um, in terms of academics and schooling and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, but I never appreciated it until I was actually like rejected or until I like failed at stuff. Uh-huh. And then the first time that I was like majorly rejected, um, I completely like bottomed out. Like I was just like, Oh, what's the point in anything? Uh, you know, whatever, like did that whole thing. Right. Right. And um, so, but, but then it was like a very, a key lesson. Cause then I gave up on stuff. Like I was just like, Oh, I'm just going to coast by and, you know, make money by serving tables and blah, blah, blah. But it was like then learning that, no, like even with just a little bit of tenacity, you can get this forward momentum going. So if I just like keep at something and I really, you know, it's cheesy to say that if you always like believe in it or, you know, whatever, but it's like, I always believe I can be better and I can do better. So as long as I continually believe that you know, things actually have tended to be in a general upswing direction. Mm -hmm. So um, I think there's a lot of value in tenacity over being talented. Like being talented is also great, but you also, you need tenacity. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to make anything valuable. Yeah. Like, especially, like, let's say I was really talented at photography or like videography or something. You're still going to need tenacity to be able to like make that movie, right? Definitely. Because there's, I mean... I only worked on that that short film with you but you've worked on several movies, several, you know, like full-length features, shorts, you know, that sort of thing. And it's like there's no way without really sticking to something or without really um being aggressive about getting getting things better and getting everything perfect and doing you know whatever, there's no way you're going to get anything done. Like you you quit trying.
0: Right. You can't you can't, you can't just wait for things to happen. You got to go out and make things happen.
1: Right. So anyways, so what the whole point of me saying this was, because this was relating to you and your uh, go-karting weekend, okay. um, was the fact that so I've been getting up at 5.30 in the morning every day and then going to bed at like 9.30 because I'm old as shit. Or I'm acting like an old man anyways. You're
0: acting like I'm still staying up late, so ha ha ha.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I just don't sleep.
1: See, that feels terrible, <laughs> I have to imagine.
0: Uh, every once but- in a while it feels terrible.
1: Well, but then, so Friday, I, uh, I went and saw Jordan Peterson, who, as you call it, uh, he aptly call it. I mean, he is a white man. He's from Toronto. So, yeah, he is a white man. I saw a white man speak, a very intelligent white man. Charles was there. I ran into him. Oh, yeah? And his brother. His brother's lost a lot of weight recently. Really?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. I, I, guess, I, you didn't, I
0: guess you didn't meet him like two years ago.
1: No. So I'm not I'm not familiar with any of that.
0: So you went and saw Jordan Peterson. Right. Who's a clinical
1: psychologist. Yes. And then um and then so we were uh that only started at eight and the whole thing was about three hours, so we got done at eleven. And then we decided, like, oh, yeah, let's go out and have some drinks and whatever. So I ended up being up until, like, 2.30 or 3. And now everything's kind of, like, I just feel, like, foggy and kind of messed up. Because, A, I had a crazy hangover yesterday. And then, B, uh, I just, like, haven't caught up on my sleep. Because then yesterday you would think I would sleep in. But I don't anymore because then the puppy is, like, oh, he wants to, like, do stuff. And he's sick of being in his crate for so long and all that kind of shit. So then it's, like, ugh. So then I got up at, like you know nine o'clock anyways and i just feel like i haven't really caught up on sleep uh-huh so that's that's where i'm at but jordan peterson was very interesting
0: oh yeah yeah did he uh spark any uh thoughts i don't i'm i need more coffee uh yeah. no agreed me too uh conversations did he? i don't know change um, your point of view on any particular topics
1: I don't think he necessarily changed my point of view. I think he actually weirdly reinforced it. Mm. Like I'm doing a lot of, you know, he's like a talented orator orator orator.
0: I don't know. I just did a quick Wikipedia search.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) You know that he's like a talented guy at that because um, because when he's speaking, I had this whole thing that I was like, oh, man, it's like he's speaking directly to me because Uh it's like these are all things that have been cropping up in my life and things that like have become increasingly important and stuff like that um uh, like like he was talking about all these different scientific studies but then relating it back to this you know he just wrote this book called 12 rules for life getting order out of chaos or some shit like that um but but even outside of that You know, uh, and one of the rules is something that I'd even heard like a naval commander said once, which is if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. And -hmm. that's something I've really adopted. Like I keep everything in my house because I used to be pretty messy. And it's like now I'm keeping everything very organized in my house, everything in its place and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Uh, But that was due to this program that's getting me up at 530 in the morning. But it just seemed like, you know, he was speaking directly to me, even though he was speaking directly to or he was speaking to a room of like, you know. Thousand people.
0: I wonder if Charles felt the same.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I should ask Charles. Probably. Yeah. Probably. My
0: office is a mess right now. Really. It is a freaking mess.
1: I would say. A freaking mess.
0: On the scale of messes, it's a freaking mess.
1: Mm. Yeah, I and I never really put because I'm I'm a pretty messy guy. But uh, I have now discovered the value of like feeling that everything is in its place. You're pretty, you're not OCD, but you're pretty like regimented.
0: A little bit, but everything's all, all over the place.
1: Mm. Everything's everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's driving me nuts, but
1: I'll I'll
0: clean it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Tomorrow when I start making my bed. Yeah, start and then, making your bed. And I'll clean my office and then I'll change the world.
1: Then yeah, exactly. One that's basically the process. It's a three-step process. Um, yeah, so that was my weekend. But so I'm going back in on Monday. And I'm having this dilemma. Uh-oh. And I thought I could use your perspective on things. Uh, this is something that I've like alluded to, or I think last time, the last podcast we did, uh, I think I was even talking to you about it, but things have kind of escalated and you know whatever. So I, I just want your take on this. But as a for- fair warning, I'm going to start at the beginning.
0: Of course you are. Because why it's important.
1: You? Well, A, because why wouldn't I? But B, because it's, I think it's very important to gain context on all of this.
0: You're going to start at the beginning and then come back to the present time. And then go back to the past and then return to the present Yeah, to to get the full impact of the story.
1: It's like watching Memento.
0: Are you sure this isn't something we've talked about on the podcast already?
1: Uh, I'm fairly positive. I mean, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but like I've said, this has evolved. And it's, uh, I mean, no, it's not about my emails. (laughs) It's not at all about my emails.
0: Enough with the emails already.
1: Yeah, no, enough with the, like, paragraph paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraph-long emails. I'm becoming much more concise. But...
0: Oh, let's go back. Let's start at the very beginning.
1: Okay, so we're going to start at the beginning.
0: A very good place to start.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, January, I was hired into this job, right? Uh-huh. And... Um, It's a relatively, like, I didn't know that so many of these companies, especially, you know, these kind of tech startup jobs, you know, whatever, of which I don't work at a startup, but it is like a tech company, and they treat themselves like a startup. So they call everything teams, right? Everything is teams. You work in this unit and this team and whatever, whereas normally I think people would just say, like, oh, I do this. Like, here's my title. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. So my my the team that i joined is relatively small uh as far as you know other other uh parts of the business there was my boss boss who's this guy from and i'm i'm uh not going to be using anybody's names or anything like that for obvious reasons um and and i'm going to be a little vague just to uh make sure i'm not going to get fired <laughs> over anything <laughs> Um, not that I'm pretty sure based on our, uh, I'm pretty sure nobody at my office. No, people get fired for sure. In fact, a a recent round of firings just happened, but, um, oh no. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's,
0: that's later on in the story. Yeah. That's later
1: in the story. Well, we'll, we'll go back to that. So, so there was my boss boss. Who's this guy from Harvard, right? Okay. And then directly under him, but also kind of laterally, because that's the way, like, um, kind of laterally, like, that's the way this is kind of organized. Um, uh, there's this guy, there's these two people who are called senior uh, enablement coordinators. That's what I do. That's, that's what my title is. Except not senior. I'm not a senior. Okay. But enablement coordinator. So that's what So they were seniors on the team, and you know, they, one of them was like a lateral from being my manager. like he kind of was, but he also kind of wasn't. And then there was the other guy. and they were both seniors. Then in the middle was um, this, this other girl, and she's just like the middle. She's not a senior. she's not a junior. She's right here in the middle. And then there was one junior who was already pre-existing, and then myself, and then the other guy. And we we were hired on the same date. Okay. So we got inject. So that's kind of the structure. That's like the layout, right? Now, um the other guy who got hired at the same time as me actually already worked for the company. He got transitioned onto this team. But our start date for the team was the same day. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. I start my job, everything's going fucking fine, you know. But it becomes apparent relatively quickly, like within the first month or whatever, people start remarking on how quickly I've been coming up, like how quickly I got up to speed on the tasks and like what the day to day is. And then even starting doing stuff outside of what the regular tasks are, Uh you know what I mean? Like starting project based work and all that kind of stuff. So, that started being a thing, and this is around the time, so at about a month and a half, two months, is when a, a certain member on my team, the other, the, the other team member who wasn't on the same new hire date as me but was the pre-existing junior. Okay. She has been with the company now for a year, like as of, as of a, a week ago. She's been there for a year. And it started becoming increasingly obvious that she was a little bit, like, threatened or, like, she just started getting very aggressive with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or let me be specific. Like, what I mean by that is um, she was always kind of checking in because now I sit in, a, in a, like, a half cube. Do you know what I mean? You're in a half
0: cube. I'm he's, in a half cube. He's making an arch uh, with his arm.
1: Well, no, I'm making a U. Oh. Well, not not an arch. Like, okay, so I'm not I'm not going on the Y axis. I'm just on the X axis. Okay. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and so my back faces her across the aisle. Oh. And so I constantly she's always like turning around and asking me like what I'm doing, what I'm up to, what am I what am I working on, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I thought that was innocuous enough because I thought like okay maybe. I don't know, maybe she's just curious about what I'm up to or whatever. That's right. fine. Right.
0: That's a coworker thing to do. To be like, "Oh, supportive." And talk, Yeah, and yeah, listen. exactly. Yeah. And, and it didn't
1: necessarily it didn't necessarily seem very supportive in a sense, mm-hmm. but uh, I also didn't think too much of it because, you know, uh, why would I? Now that has like so over the course of the past 2 months that's gotten like out of control because what was happening is one of the senior guys um is getting he's in the he's in the reserves or whatever he's getting deployed okay and this was pre-existing knowledge this was when i got hired they were like oh we need somebody who's like part of the reason why i was hired is because of my you know my very religious note taking so was Not that like on your need...
0: LinkedIn profile?
1: Uh, no, but the, the copy of the guide that I created for uh, Hub, oh. like the, the manual that I made, was a re- something that I like, referenced when I was applying for this job. Okay. So we're like, oh, perfect. This guy writes a whole bunch of shit. Like, we need that because he will be able to convert the tribal knowledge that's in this guy's head onto paper. Mm-hmm. So that it becomes rules because this guy's leaving. So now we can have like this, you know, playbook basically. Right. For, for any future hires and stuff. So he's leaving and he's leaving. Uh, it's his last day this week, this upcoming week. Okay. So he'll be gone. Another, the other senior guy um, has transitioned into sales because he wants to make that sweet commission. Right. Which right. is not my thing at all. You know what I mean? Like on the one hand, they make a lot of money, but at the same time, it's like you have a quota to fill and bullshit like that. It's like, ah, fuck that. Yeah. I
0: couldn't do sales. Sales, no. That's a different, that's a different breed of person.
1: Oh, totally. I I mean, I've got like a black belt and jibber jabber, but I absolutely don't want to have a quota and I don't want to, you know, work for commission. I like having the same amount of money all the time or like at least knowing what I'm going to be doing. Right, right. Anyways, so he left also. My boss, the Harvard guy, got promoted into a different unit. So now we have a, a new guy, not new to the company. He just already managed a team, and now he's also managing us. Do you okay. know what I mean? Okay. So, so like now he's like doing dual duty. But the point is is that he's not like completely unfamiliar with what we do and all that kind of shit. So it becomes very obvious. So now the girl who is just the middle coordinator, sorry if this is getting like too convoluted, but uh, the girl who is just the middle coordinator, um, she, uh, she is getting promoted to be a senior. Oh, she is? Yeah, she is. Okay. The, the, the well, middle coordinator. That makes sense. Not, not, yeah, exactly. Not, not the one that's been there for a year, but the other one. Not, not the one who's, like, checking on me from across the aisle. Not, oh. Not her. She's still, she's still uh, a junior, even though she's been there for a year. Okay. And uh, so what's evident and apparent is that there's, like, a power vacuum here, right? hmm Like, two people left. One person gets promoted. And now there's no middle position. There's nobody in the middle position. And there's no – there's only one senior, so it's evident that there's a power vacuum. Not only that, there's obviously money on the table right? in in the budget. Because if I'm sure the guy who's now our our manager, our boss, they were already paying him a salary like already, and he wasn't managing our team. So I'm sure they gave him a pay bump because now he's doing two, but it's not like he's getting paid two people's salaries. That no. That would be ridiculous. That's like a 20% raise or four percent raise or whatever whatever they say however they put it i don't know whatever whatever i wouldn't know (laughs) wouldn't know at this point because i I don't know how corporate structure works like that but so basically there's there's an obvious vacuum here of not only like title but also pay and and you know all that kind of stuff like there's there's that availability right Mm -hmm. ever since that happened this girl has gone off the charts like kind of crazy like she's always checking in on what I'm doing she like literally comes over my like I watch her walk past me uh, at my desk and she like reads over my shoulder and she's like gotten super paranoid like um, I was having a meeting with my new boss uh, about something like this project that I'm working on and then she messages me what was all that about you know what I mean yeah weird stuff weird yeah yeah and I wouldn't think anything of it until two Fridays ago Okay. Two Fridays ago, um, we were paid, or not we were paid, but like the CEO of our company is really into Star Wars. Okay. Right? So he bought everyone tickets, like everyone in our company, he bought everyone tickets to go see the new Star Wars movie during Uh the workday. So not only did he pay for my ticket, but I was still getting my daily rate for that because it didn't count as a vacation day. So awesome. Right. Yes, it was nice. great. Yeah, yeah, I know. Fucking great. And then during the movie. So after I got out, there was an email that was like, oh, you know, we're going to be closing the office at noon today. If you're able to take the rest of the day off and start your Memorial Day weekend early. I was like, perfect. This is great because I didn't have anything. Uh-huh. So I left. Apparently she's back at the she goes back to the office and she starts telling people that she had to do something because I didn't do it. Hmm. And which I thought was interesting because I after I got out of the movie, I specifically checked my queue of like what work I you know possibly would need to get done. Uh-huh. Then I checked my inbox. And we also have this app called Voxer, which is like a it's like a walkie-talkie app, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um sales reps or like whoever needs you to do stuff they'll just voxer you so i'm in communication in lots of different ways and i didn't hear anything about that nobody nobody uh, there was nothing in my queue there was nothing in my um, inbox whatever moreover if she actually was like a helpful person or like was interested in you know whatever if she did have somebody come to her and be like hey i can't get a hold of a tish or i can't you know whatever i need this done why wouldn't she just message me about it right why would you feel like you had to get it done? And the more and more I dug, the more apparent it became that it was just absolutely a lie. Okay. Because I even I even checked in because I thought like, you know, because you know me, I got like a little paranoid. Of course, of course. So I started messaging some of my reps or some of my people. And I was like, hey, was there anything you needed today? Blah, blah, blah. Nothing. Everyone's good because everyone took the day. Yeah. It's the day before Memorial Weekend. Right. So... She's basically doing, like, and to give more context, she's 23, fresh out of college. So, to me, this all seems very kind of, and, and uh, the senior, the guy who's leaving, he told me straight up that uh, she asked him for his honest opinion and he said, well, out of the three of you, the juniors, uh-huh. uh, myself, the guy who was on the same, started on the same date as me, and then the girl who's been there for a year now, he was like, you have been accelerating the slowest, whereas they've been you know, growing pretty quickly and like getting more responsibility and doing stuff. So if he told her that, I think it becomes very apparent and obvious what's sort of happening here. Unless I'm crazy, That's, this, this is the first part of the advice I need from you. Then there's all the other stuff. Okay, That comes later. But the first part, do you think it's warranted to believe that she's obviously like threatened or something yeah. and, and kind of like looking for ways to kind of fuck me over here? I don't
0: know. I, th- this sounds like this is the only way because she, she's so young, she hasn't it sounds like she's probably only had like a retail job. Yeah. I mean Th- this this is her first like real job. Yeah. That's what you do when you work at Old Navy. You're like, oh, i had to put these t shirts away because so and so didn't do it. So we took a twenty minute break instead of a fifteen. Did you uh
1: used to work at Old Navy?
0: No, I only worked at Barnes and Noble for way too long. Oh, okay. And I I don't know. I'm sure stuff like that happened.
1: But <laughs> yeah. it but like the retail
0: world and like corporate world, it's like it sound that sounds like uh a type of game that that she's not ready to play the big game yet Mm -hmm. and she's just trying to figure out how to do that she's gotta learn her way how to make her own way up the ladder without really bringing anyone else down but it sounds like she's going about it the extremely wrong way
1: right well so so my impression is that she's definitely kind of getting like just aggressive with me like Mm -hmm. in in general And, and like and that's the thing. I'm used to like different forms of aggression, obviously, like, yeah, but, but not like this. So, so have you ever had a talk with her? Okay. So that brings me to kind of, uh, the real meat and potatoes about this advice, because for me, I'm just trying to stay in my lane and do a better job. Right. And it's like, I don't even necessarily care about a title. <laughs> I just want to be paid more. That's right. that, at the, at the end of the day. And, you know, I can it's almost like I can put myself in her shoes and and understand it because I've only been at this company for six months. Mm-hmm. And so if people are going to be promoted, I, I can see I can see from her perspective that that'd be super frustrating or that'd be like a little. um. What's the opposite of encouraging? Discouraging.
0: <laughs> Mr. I'm great at vocabulary.
1: Yeah. What did I say about my vocabulary? It's like now that's coming back to bite me. <laughs> But I can see how that's, that's discouraging if uh, somebody who's been there for, for less time than you whatever. But it's almost like she feels entitled by her seniority that she, like, will be next in line. And it's like, yeah, maybe you will be, but also maybe you won't be. Like, I'm, I'm perfectly okay if I don't get promoted because it's like, well, I have only been there for six months and, you know, whatever, whatever. But also if I do, great. You know, I'm just trying to stay in my lane and do my job. Right. But So, so here's really kind of what what I'm getting at normally, I would just sit somebody down, or or like sit down with somebody and be like, hey, you know, like like the conversation I'm imagining happening is like, hey, did I rub you the wrong way in some kind of way? Or like, did I offend you? Or, or what's going on? Because you seem really tense with me. And you seem like you're always checking in on me. And, and then you are always talking about how crazy busy you are and stuff like that. And then when I offer to help, you don't really want me to which i think is a byproduct of like she doesn't want it to look like i'm doing some of her work or something right right or she doesn't want to look make it seem that i can do her work because then that would mean that we are actually at the same level you know what i mean Uh huh. so normally i would just have this conversation but in this case i think that that might actually make things like i'm worried that that might actually make things worse to sit down because, and have the conversation with her, right? Because she obviously has no problem, like you know, disseminating, disseminating, by the way, uh, disseminating falsehoods or, or you know, kind of her stretched reality of the truth or, or, or you know, whatever to kind of make me look worse. And this was actually brought to my attention by other people on the team. Like it's not just me who's who's kind of falling into this. It's like other team members have been bringing it up to bringing it up to me, like yeah she's been saying this weird stuff, and and I don't know. she just seems really weird with you, and why is she always asking you this stuff and blah, blah blah. Like it's not just my observation. Uh-huh. So I guess what I'm asking you is like how i mean i don't I don't really know how the corporate structure or world because it's like I also don't want to be I don't want to seem like I'm an employee who has a lot of drama or a lot of problems, right, you know what I mean, nobody likes that. but so, how do I protect my best interests, which is, you know? getting my job done, doing excellently, you know, whatever, moving forward, trying to get like, like ultimately I'm trying to get a promotion and stuff, but I'm also not being competitive with her. I'm just being competitive with the workforce as a whole. Like you have to demonstrate value. Otherwise there's no reason they would hire you. Right. But how do I keep doing that, doing my job well and all that kind of stuff, but also not engaging her, but then at the same time, not just like letting her run wild on this fucking bullshit. I mean, uh, what, what do you think the, the, kind of optimal solution here is
0: well you you can either crush her <laughs> or you just attempt to build her up so she feels more uh a part of the team i guess huh i know you say you know you offer help and she doesn't want it but there's got to be a way to either kill her with kindness or to crush her
1: yeah well when you say crush her what do you mean by that
0: make her look as extremely terrible as possible Alshiner, a hundred percent, a thousand percent. As as much as you've been accelerating now, ramp it up
1: the, to eleven. Be yeah,
0: turn that knob to eleven. Mm-hmm. Just keep it going. Just keep it going, and just really, because if you're doing such a, because you're, it sounds like you're doing a really good job, and everybody's noticing it. I mean, you get public shout-outs, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah, does,
0: yeah, yeah. Does uh, does she ever get public shout-outs? I'm sure.
1: She has before, but not in a while.
0: So, I mean, keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. You either just be so good that when she says something, no one will ever believe it. Uh-huh. Like, oh, no, that doesn't sound like. It. And then she's just going to eventually force herself out of the tribe. It sounds like this is a tribe type of company.
1: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things.
0: So if you want to either. It depends on how involved you want to get. So if you don't want to get involved at all, I say ignore her and just do your job really, really well. But if you want to be super involved in the tribe, you got to uh, build her up a little bit. You got to work things out a little bit. You got to start making, uh, like, like, you're actually helping a coworker become better at their job. And then that's going to make you look even better. Right. Not, opposed, not trying to make her look bad, but kind of just helping her excel where yeah. she's obviously not excelling.
1: Well, the only reason I'm worried about this realistically is because we have a new boss. Uh So it's like he doesn't have as much experience working with me as like my old boss did. And my old boss was the one who hired me. You know Uh what I mean? So it's like I just kind of worry that he might actually buy into the hype or the bullshit that this girl is like talking about. And maybe but but it's it's kind of like like I've talked to other people about this problem and they kind of all say the same thing that you are. that it's like, well, nobody's going to believe her if you are actually doing a good job. Uh huh. So it's like, I don't also how-
0: also your current boss is a phone call away from your old boss, right?
1: Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's an
0: email. It's like, hey, is this is this something a Tish would do? This is something yeah. I've heard. Is He's like, no, that doesn't sound like a Tish.
1: So you, m- maybe I'm just like too stuck in the old like serving world and all that kind of stuff where yeah. these little things always get blown out of proportion and, you know, whatever.
0: It sounds like it's heading that way, but it's because she's so young and doesn't know how to deal with it. That's her way of dealing with whatever is happening here in her head.
1: Okay. See, that's the thing. It was like I I was curious if that was the case, but it just sounds kind of like that's my rebuttal almost. If I if I say that, that's like oh, it's because she's young and whatever. Because it's like realistically, I'm only twenty six, you know. But at the same time, I'm I'm I don't care <laughs> how she's doing or what she's working on. You know what I mean? Well, I, I think... care about what I'm doing and what I'm working
0: on. Right. I'm sure if we looked up this girl's resume, I'm sure her work experience isn't not going to be as diverse as yours. I mean you've yeah. worked in labs, you've worked at uh high volume restaurants you've worked at as bartenders. I mean, your skill set's different than someone that had a summer job to pay for her phone bill right you yeah, know yeah, that yeah, type exactly. of thing you know not that there's anything wrong with people that work in retail, but uh <laughs> thing about retail is it's it's all about uh it's all like like clicky and it's all like the morning shift it's versus the day That you're shift.
1: assuming that you're assuming that she uh she works in retail
0: this sounds like something that would have happened at barnes and noble it honestly oh, does. Really? yeah oh this person is terrible at putting the books away from the carts oh <laughs> this shelver's is terrible like oh this book's not a kid's book who put it in the kid's book sections cart yeah. Like yeah. silly stuff like that. Like it's all like like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Mr. vocabulary.
1: Uh I'm not sure what you're looking for. Juvenile?
0: It's all it's just you know there's like little things that get to you. Yeah. And you can you like sort of attach those little things to people. Uh-huh. And then you uh, start not liking that person because of one little thing and that like one little thing always reminds you of that person. And every time you hate that little thing, you hate that person a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with this phenomena.
0: (laughs) I don't know what you would call that or if that's even a real thing or even if it's applicable to this situation.
1: I mean, it definitely is. But it sounds like
0: like that she's, I don't know, maybe she was in the same boat that you were in before you had that, uh, your big drop, your big failure. When you get rejected from Princeton, Where, where would you, I don't know. I got rejected from, NASA? from
1: Harvard, Princeton, and where else? I only applied to a small amount of schools because my dad gave me shitty advice, which is, oh, what's the point of going to any of those lower tier sc- schools? You only want to go to Ivy League. And it's like, that was some real shitty advice, dad. <laughs> like <laughs> that <was laughs> Well, that's, that's what he did, right? Yeah, exactly. So that, that's the only thing he knew. Yeah. So, that, but... So so I guess here's my here's my first thought and and kind of like you know I'll I'll cuz cause cuz cause you kind of were touching a lot of different on a lot of different stuff. My first thought is the idea that this problem will sort of solve itself. Right? Like like if I just keep doing my job to the best of my ability mm-hmm. and keep bringing in value and stuff like that. I mean that i i'm hoping that throughout that course that it'll just correct itself. Yeah. Cuz either she gets promoted or she doesn't or i get promoted cuz this whole this whole tension is kind of created by this vacuum of people leaving. So there's obviously money in our budget now and and both her and i are op- operating off of the salaries we were initially hired upon. Right. So it's like that's where I think this competition or this competitiveness is being fostered from. So I kind of feel like if I just do nothing, not only will my work speak for itself, but also I feel like the fact that other people are noticing and she's getting kind of like more aggressive and kind of crazier about this sort of thing. You know, I'm I'm wondering if it seems feasible that this will actually just sort of solve itself. Like pressure will go away eventually. One of us will be promoted. Or neither of us. That's a possibility too. Mm-hmm. Or both of us. That might, that might also be a possibility. Although I don't think so. And also I think that that would actually keep the pressure because then it's like then we both got promoted and she's been there for twice as long as I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then, then we might have like some power and jurisdiction issues down the line. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It's probably never get, this, this is probably never going to go away if you both move up at the same time.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, like I feel like that just takes it and like kind of uh, resets it. Right. So but I'm kind of operating off of the notion that this will sort of like solve itself and, and I just needed to stay in my lane and do my best to ignore yeah. Do you think no? That's you you don't think so. Well, this is this is the thing that I'm really bad at.
0: And this is why it took me forever to get a promotion at Barnes & Noble. And we've ta- I think we've talked about this. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast. I don't think you're good at it either. What's like, that? G- playing the game.
1: Oh, yeah. Playing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, it sounds like she's trying to play the game as well, but in a very negative way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's there's like a you have to be a team player you have to be that guy that everybody wants to work with you have to be the guy that people want to look up to Mm -hmm. and if you're just a quiet guy in the corner doing a really good job no one no one recognizes that Mm. but if you're the guy in the corner that writes up a module on how to converse better with clientele on (laughs) taser prongs i don't know
1: you know what this is a very admirable try at, at, at uh what i'm it's you know what it doesn't sound like something i wouldn't be working on so right so
0: you know that guy that's quiet in the corner and on top of it has this really good offering for the company for other employees i mean that's the guy that people want to move up in the company
1: uh-huh. the
0: guy that takes initiative figures things out uh provides better workflow work service all that good stuff yeah so ignoring it i think and doing a good job and keeping your head down is all kind of just 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 becoming a cog in the machine that's not going to get bigger it's just going to stay in the same spot doing the same thing over and over again
1: so while that's not so okay so while being the quiet guy who just stays in his lane and just does his job may be good to keep your job and may be good for just that that same cycle right. it's not the one that's going to counteract her like kind of negative game playing. Right. So, so so it's outside of playing the game. It's kind of just being passive.
0: And the way she's playing the game is she's being loud and talking you down while being loud.
1: Yeah. And also, and also like, and this is where this kind of blurs into conspiracy theory.
0: I wanted to talk about conspiracy theories, but I thought it'd be a bad idea, but let's let's hear it.
1: Well, here's where it blurs into conspiracy. So, we have uh we have like metrics that track how much stuff we're doing right uh-huh like the volume of stuff and uh but that but it doesn't actually like time it or anything like that it's just a visual display of like when i'm referring to my queue you know what i mean like it's just like here are some things like oh we need to do this contract rewrite we need to do this we need to do that like like there's just stuff right and this st- my queue her queue the other guys queue the other girl's cue, the other two guys' cue, you know, whatever. But then we also get like a bunch of stuff that we have to do in our inbox, like our email inbox, and then a bunch of stuff that's just communicated to us verbally. And then like for me, I started documenting stuff just because I anticipated that that'd be something that they want. Uh you know. So that's something I've been working on outside of all the other stuff. So my recent conspiracy theory is that she – has been artificially she's been holding back on doing stuff out of her queue because that way it always looks like she's got a bunch of shit because i actually like looked into her stuff Uh uh-huh because you can access anybody's queue i looked into her stuff and a lot of it was fucking easy stuff that would take you know 20 Uh, minutes
0: okay okay
1: but she lets it sit there for two days so it always looks like she's doing a whole lot. You know what I mean? And then by the end of the week she's accomplished all oh, my god all this stuff. But she hasn't really done but at the all same time
0: isn't don't you all have the same amount basically?
1: Mm not really it kind of depends.
0: So let's say your queue if you stockpiled easy tasks in your queue to complete on a Friday. Right. To look really cool. I don't know why.
1: But if well well that's the thing that's why i said this is a conspiracy theory because i have no real reason to believe that this is happening
0: cuz why 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 does it matter if it looks like you
1: have stuff in your queue as opposed to actually having things accomplished not in your queue uh see because that's the thing what the, exactly speaking to what you're saying if you're the quiet guy who just does his job and everything gets done and everything's in a timely manner nothing like I've had all these public shout-outs and, like, specifically this uh, rep of mine sent, like, some wine and donuts to the office because he was like, oh, yeah, Tish crushed it on because we had this tight deadline on this uh, RFP bid for Casper, Wyoming. Oh, interesting. Basically, the way that we, we have to procure stuff, sometimes we have to go to, like, city council, so we have to prepare these, like, 250-page documents. Um to give like a presentation. So I, I like did a lot of work on that in a really tight deadline. Uh-huh. so he was like, he was like publicly grateful for that, which was cool. Awesome. But if you're the person who's always talking about how busy you are and how much stuff you have and you know, whatever it kind of intrinsically makes people assume higher value than the person who's just like, Oh yeah. Like I just, I do my work. I come in every day. Then I leave at this time and you know, whatever. Like, because like exactly what you're saying, she's being loud about it, but she's not even just, just being like in terms of playing the game, quote unquote, she's not even just being loud about me, but she's also just being loud about like herself and like, Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I've got these like crazy rewrites and these crazy contract stuff. And then it's like, I look into it and she doesn't actually have anything that's too difficult. Right. Right. But she's, but she makes it seem like she's really stressed because she's and, and so that's why I'm saying it's so so you're saying I kind of have to get in the game too, but maybe not in that same kind of mudslinging way. But like, I think I got to get in the game.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like nowadays, uh, I feel like there's been this fad going on that you have to be busy 24 seven, always mm-hmm. always be grinding, always be working, yeah, and moving forward. And uh, I think it's a shame that being efficient. And not wanting to work every day of the week is uh, not a bad thing.
1: Out of vogue, yeah.
0: <laughs> Out of vogue. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So I, no, I, I agree. And that's I don't know. Thing. I don't <laughs> know how your
0: office works, though. Do they? Uh, they seem pretty lax and kind of cool. If you do your work properly and you make you make your deadlines and you get projects done, totally. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they really care about how often you, or how long it takes you or how. Much, how many days it takes you to do it
1: right no they're it's very much like a tech company like they're very just like results oriented yeah, just, type of
0: thing huh are they results oriented
1: yeah, just just get your stuff done
0: all right, so she's playing the game completely wrong then and she is a busy person that always looks stressed out and a company that's you know focusing on results that's not the type of game you want to play mm. I think what, so what you're doing you know being efficient, getting things done is a good thing okay and uh, you know i think that accomplishing that big document in a short amount of time for casper wyoming that's that's a pretty good (laughs) way to not just be the quiet guy in the corner but also be the quiet guy in the corner that can do big projects no no biggie
1: yeah yeah like because it's like i'm obviously stressed out about it but like what good does it do me to like let everyone know that i am right so you're okay so so in terms of because i can't uh what is that? That saying about um, do the things you can change or whatever. Don't do the stuff or don't like worry about the stuff that you can't and have the wisdom to know the difference or whatever the fuck that is. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Uh, is that on a, like a towel?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those like really corny things. That's or I mean, a throw yeah, pillow maybe on a towel. Yeah, yeah, a nice throw <laughs> or a, maybe a needle point. I, I'm sure oh. people do it a lot on their needle points. Interesting, interesting. So, I obviously can't change what she's doing unless right. maybe maybe I could have like a sit down conversation with her but what do you think what do you think that I should be doing like from a professional standpoint, you know because this is uh as much as we tend to uh creativize a whole lot uh-huh. right now, this is for me a little bit of synergize and strategize right like so do you how wanna- do i how do I make sure? That I'm representing myself well in the workplace, but also kind of um, le- like, I guess, playing the game. Because you're right, I'm. I don't. Uh, I'm not really good at playing the game.
0: It's hard. I don't, I don't even know how the game works.
1: Well, and that's why, goddammit, it, I'm like, fuck. Now I, <laughs> I envy, I envy Chris because it's like, shit. Like that's why I want to start my own business because it's like then I don't have to play the game right, as much. Right. I can I can I, I can be in control of my own stuff.
0: Well then it's a whole different game. You have to play a game on like a social level. And go out and network uh, and make friends and clients and blah 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 blah.
1: So now you're now you're playing a whole different game.
0: I, I have a game I've avoided for ten years and now I'm starting to play it and it's crazy. Uh. It's, it's terrible. Really? No, but it is. But it's it's great. <laughs> so you have to oh, play the I game. Tribute. So are you going to crush her or not?
1: Well, well, I don't know. That's that's what I'm asking you. What what do you think the best avenue I should take is? Hmm. Because I also, when you said crush her, it reminded me of this chapter in uh, Robert Greene's The Forty Eight Laws of Power. Okay. I think it's like law. It's somewhere right in the middle. Is it law? So it's 44, it's 20. crushing it. Might it? Be, no, it, it oh. might be law 24. I remember reading it in the middle of the book somewhere. So, because I'm trying to do my best to like make references that people can actually look at as opposed to my obscure bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Although everyone can and should pick up a copy of Ray Dalio's principles. I know I've talked oh about goodness. it a lot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but, but no, uh, the the chapter said like if you're going to cr- like cr- if you're going to defeat your opponent make sure to crush them entirely mm-hmm. because otherwise they're going to come back and and uh get back at you or like or fuck your shit up basically so how would i go about crushing her quote unquote is
0: there something that she does that you don't do or you both have the same tasks um
1: apparently from what i've heard she hasn't like successfully finished a like long-term project like for instance um this i can't really talk about but there's a new there's a new product coming out and i've been assigned like one of my projects is that i work with the product manager Uh uh-huh who knew that, like, all these titles are so r- weird to me. But I, I'm working, yeah, I'm working with the product manager and launching that product. So making sure that it's in all of our systems, making sure that we can actually sell it, making sure that we have programs set up to sell it the right way, making sure I'm collaborating with marketing so we have all the materials for it and blah, 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 making sure that we have training for all the sales reps, and then, like, monitoring it so that I know that we are successfully selling it. Uh-huh. So that's like a huge project. That's that's something that's very company visible, you know what I mean? Right. Because because we're about to launch this new product, it's great. Apparently she hasn't successfully completed any any long term project at all. Has she been so, ass- has she been
0: assigned one and they take it away type of thing? Or is it uh, Yeah, or it, ends up, it, it. or
1: it ends up like fizzling out and nothing gets done.
0: Okay. So, it's not all on her. It's all...
1: No, 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 no! Definitely. It's but, all, but all it's the
0: circumstances like, that she's been dealt.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But one of the one of the really good ways that I could, or or at least in my head, what I'm thinking is like because this is all coming to a head, like we are announcing this product this next week because there's this like tech conference in in Phoenix this week. Okay. Um, of which I may be attending. I don't know. You, you have to um, wear a shirt. Yeah.
0: Are you gonna be the one that they just tase all day long?
1: I fucking hope not.
0: They'd be like, "You want to? Somebody want to tase someone?" And they just shoot you all day long. <laughs>
1: yeah, get them. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I sure hope not. You but no, like, it. uh yeah, maybe. But th- I feel like that would be a good distinguishing characteristic. It's like they're they're talking about this product this week, which means we're launching it very soon. Uh-huh. If we successfully launch it. And that's a real distinguishing characteristic. I've completed this like huge long-term project and she hasn't.
0: Do you have a uh, knowledge of what she's uh, trash talking about you?
1: Or- yeah, she's, she's saying that like she had to, she had to work on something or she had to do something because I didn't do it. And it's like, but she doesn't specifically reference anything. She just says, Oh, there was a quote or there was a contract that he didn't do that. I had to do. And it's like, what quote? what contract Uh what are you talking about Mm -hmm. and she doesn't say anything because it doesn't exist
0: i think you should wait to crush her until after the conference
1: wait until after the conference.
0: wait one more week (laughs) because it sounds like this next week's gonna be a big week
1: it is this this next week's gonna be a big week uh so but but you're even saying that that's the methodology i should take i shouldn't just start playing the game but not get involved in her bullshit
0: because honestly it sounds like uh hearing you talk about work often uh, people get moved around a lot people are moving people growing up and down and all this other stuff and yeah it sounds like she's kind of the, the 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 fritzy one in the corner you know yeah the one that's always like trying to feel more important than she actually is accomplishing
1: Right, I, I think that that's kind of. I th- honestly, I think that's a fair assessment because it's not even just my own assessment; it's like other people on my team.
0: So I would, I would, if she still, if, she, if it gets super crazy, that's when you need to crush her.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I think after, it sounds like after this week, after your uh, tech conference, it, yeah, all, everything that she says is probably just going to everyone's going to just roll their eyes at her, just be like, no way, he just worked okay. on this this quadrant. <laughs> Assessing okay. these things And blah 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 uh, No but you, I think Having a big thing like that Also having that public shout out I think you're. this is the week That you uh, just write it for a little bit
1: Okay but, but I should kind of Get my head in the game a little bit
0: Right gather some and, intel
1: and, and, you, and make things more visible that I do Instead of being the quiet guy yeah. Who just does his job Kind of put my stuff out there a little more
0: Right, or maybe can you do a public shout out? Yeah, you're like, hey, everybody, great job! Uh, it's been great collaborating with you on this launch, mm. that type of thing.
1: Okay, so like, it demonstrates that I've been doing like a large project because obviously I'm collaborating with these people, right? But it's like veiled in me congratulating other other
0: people, people exactly. Ah. it's you supporting the team. It's you acknowledge. It's you letting everyone know you're part of this team. Mm-hmm. Also, you're a team player that helps lift up your teammates as opposed to trash talk them. Mm. It's it's your journal uh, uh, task. Write five things that you're not at the positive whatever. the positive things positive about. Don't focus on the negative. Focus on the positive. And we just brought that full circle.
1: That was a nice job. You say you don't you don't play the game, but you definitely know how to play the game.
0: So that's what I would do.
1: Okay, so I guess for me, this is just like I don't like getting involved in this sort of thing or I don't like, you know, whatever. But it's like I really need my career to grow Mm -hmm. and I really need, you know, because my dream is to take the stuff that I'm doing now at a larger level and then like sell my experience to companies essentially. Right. So it's like I need to be saddled with more responsibility and I need to become, like, a large person within this large company. So it's like this, as much as, you know, I'm trying to play it off as like, oh, yeah, well, you know, whoever gets promoted or whatever, it's like this is kind of a big deal to me. And it's not that I'm saying that she isn't doing a good job or I should supplant her or, like, replace her or something like that. But it's like I'm also just doing – I'm trying to just – do a better job and see what people want or what they're asking for more out of and do that. Mm -hmm. Whereas it seems like she is instead of focusing on her own stuff, she's just trying to eliminate the competition, which is myself. Right. And that just kind of really fucking bothered me.
0: Well, it should, but at the same time, every time you hear her try to talk you down or be negative about something, do whatever you can to express a positive thing about yourself.
1: Okay. Uh, if, so
0: it's really easy to get caught up in that negative storm, mm-hmm, yeah, and just have it suck you down. But no, you gotta stay outside of it, or yeah.
1: So uh, I got a Michelle Obama. It.
0: You got a Michelle Obama. It.
1: When when he goes low, we go high. Or what. oh no, that was Hillary Clinton. Who was that?
0: No, that was Michelle Obama.
1: It was Michelle Obama. I okay. think so. Yeah. Okay. So I got a I got a Michelle Obama. The situation. You got a Michelle Obama. The situation. Okay, because so. Cause I know this is a little different, but this is like some, some synergize and strategize. Like I'm trying to bring together my experience from other stuff and then like make a trajectory off of it. But I'm also just not sure how to deal with other people who for some reason want to like get in the way of that.
0: Have you seen Hurricane Heist? No. All right. It was not that bad of a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, spoiler that's, alert. That's how you pitch it. Spoiler it's alert. It's not
1: that bad of a movie.
0: I'm going to give a little spoiler alert right now. Uh, it's a, I, I didn't really understand what was happening. But anyway.
1: Wait, is it a new movie?
0: Yeah, it came out, I think, earlier this year. Oh, okay. Or maybe during Christmas last year. I don't know.
1: It's less than six months. Okay.
0: And I, um, I really wanted to see it in the theater. But it was, it was in, in the theater for a day and then disappeared, which is a good sign for a good movie.
1: Yeah, obviously.
0: But the end of the movie, so there's a heist, and everybody steals these semi-trucks full of money during the hurricane. And their escape plan was (laughs) to drive their semis through the hurricane to the eye of the storm. And then just follow the eye of the storm until the hurricane dissipated uh, inland.
1: That sounds crazy.
0: So... They're driving in this eye of the storm. It's, it's really nice. It's like clear. It's like super awesome in the eye of the storm. It's yeah. really calm in there, right? And then all around them is this huge hurricane happening with all these buildings flying and cars all over the place. And it's super intense. Storm is going uh-huh. on. But they're, they're smoothly driving through the eye of the storm as their escape.
1: So it successfully, they successfully pull off the heist.
0: Well, no. The good guys got involved and they stopped the bad guys from heisting.
1: Oh. So why, why did I think, based on the way you were telling that, I thought that the good guys were the heistees?
0: No, that, that probably would have, that would have been a weird movie if that was true. Oh. It was, the, everyone was so bad in the movie. There was like two good people <laughs> and everybody else was bad. It just, oh, okay. it wasn't, it kind of made sense, but <laughs> I don't know. But I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, you can either get caught up in the hurricane or you can just ride it out through the eye of the storm. <laughs>
1: Just, just drive through the eye of the storm.
0: Just let everything go crazy around you, but stay in the okay. eye of the storm. Stay in your path.
1: Okay. So, so get involved in my game, but don't get involved in anyone else's game. Exactly. That's the like I'm distilling this into like the chunks of workable advice.
0: If you are not a loud person at work, and the only thing people hear about you at work are negative things, uh, try to be loud about being positive. Uh, things uh-huh. that you're good at. Try, try and outshine the negative things that are being said about you but aren't true Mm. so that's what i would do
1: okay uh well support your team
0: promote your team be a team player uh don't do it in like a in a backwards compliment type of way like your i'm fantastic at vocabulary
1: line earlier (laughs) you you don't think that was uh i think that's apropos that's like a backhanded compliment Hmm. uh
0: Yes. Very apropos. <laughs> That's what I would say. And it sounds like you have a big week coming up. Get through that big project. Hopefully it launches at that tech conference.
1: I think it will based on uh, based on all the emails I've been getting and stuff. I think we're coming out with a new product and it's something that I've been working on for a while. So I'm excited.
0: So, you know, just see what happens after the conference. And if it, the following week happens and she gets even crazier... Not mm-hmm. even crazier, but even more uh, verbally negative, I think that's when you have to crush her:
1: yeah, then then maybe do something else. Do okay. something, yeah. okay, all right, well, it's yeah, I think you're right. I think I kind of have a very loose handle on how to play the game, so I just needed to figure out like what is like a business like business world appropriate way to sort of like manage these conflicts? right, I guess you could say, okay. All right, I am gonna gonna do my job. I am gonna promote myself, promote the company, promote the team. Stay positive, and move forward doing that, and and get, uh, and get loud, get loud, like
0: that J Lo okay. song.
1: Uh, 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 uh,
0: let's let's get loud.
1: Wait, that's not her song. Yeah, was it a Lo song? Is it? Yeah, that it's like old, right? It's like from the nineties.
0: No, it's like from the early two thousands. Oh. When we had that first Latin wave Quote marks <laughs> Even though they've been around forever
1: Yeah, <laughs> that first Latin wave
0: Remember in like 2000 It was like Ricky Martin, Mark Anthony and Jennifer Lopez Oh yeah And then, and then Shakira popped in Popped up
1: Oh yeah, yeah and That that was kind of the crest of the wave into the falling action
0: That hasn't fallen yet, dude
1: You mean the Latin wave is still going?
0: Heck yeah, let's go watch Mr. Worldwide next week Oh, my God.
1: I would rather not. Rather. Thank you for listening to Creativeize, Strategize, and Synergize. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, share, and leave a rating. We'd really appreciate it. You can find Chris on social media using the handle at ElephantScout. You can find me with at Atish Mazish. And finally, you can follow the podcast on Twitter with at CSS podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at podcast at cscottcreate.com. Thank you so much.